You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Hello and welcome to The Quest for 100. It is I, one of your two friendly hosts here. Justin is my name. And I'm with my good friend here, Brian. How's it going, Brian? I'm doing great, Justin. How are you? I I can't complain. Can't complain. We're we're here for another episode of the quest, so it's always a highlight of my week. Yeah. Um, Still in quarantine. It's forever in quarantine. <laughs> no sign of of hope ahead. We are here. We're just continuing to improve the experience, or at least maintain the a uh, positive zoom experience for for brian and i so we're, we're, we're doing okay we're do we're surviving this brian we're yep. surviving surviving yep another episode yeah. getting close yeah. to that 100. well uh i know i know 13 away unlucky 13 away but yeah we are we're chugging along we have decided to do a episode today as you probably clicked on this on handball is the topic so we thought this would be relevant as well kind of relevant <laughs> the olympics were supposed to be going on around this time right brian yeah i believe would they I have already they been happening started yesterday i think i think uh they're supposed to oh no they're supposed to start in two days no hmm. they're supposed to start no. today right oh really well today is in the day we're recording this. oh yeah uh, yeah. I, well, now I'm confused. Okay. I'm confused because I, 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 I think they were supposed. Well, to it doesn't start matter today. because it's not happening anymore. No. Yeah. I, now I'm looking at all the dates, and all the dates have already pushed it to 2021. So now I'm yeah. not sure which one. Right. July 23rd, 2021 is when the Olympics will now happen. Yes. Okay. So. Obviously, the Olympics aren't aren't happening this year. They're moved to 2021, as Brian said. We like to focus from time to time on some obscure sports. And I don't know how this one came up, Brian, but you brought it up last time. And maybe we were going through the Olympic sports, yeah. and this is one that jumped out at you. Yeah, the, the Olympics has a lot of obscure sports, I would say. It does. They... It they definitely have a lot, and and so I was going through a handful of them, and was listing a few off, and then you were like, "Oh, I've actually played handball," and I said, "No, no, 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 no way! You've played team handball that is in the Olympics," and you're like, "No, I have the the one <laughs> like with with other people, and you throw the ball into the net. You have played yep. that, and I had never heard of anyone in the United States actually playing this." Because it's such yeah. a rare sport to be playing. Because most people in the United States think of handball as the the game kind of like racquetball, but with your hand. It, yeah. Well, it, isn't that like wall ball? Or well, is that different? Technically, that's called handball. Oh. And, and what we are talking about is team handball because obviously you're playing yep. it as a team. So yep. uh, I think around the world, though, it, it's it's referred to as handball because. Uh, I don't know if other countries maybe don't have that sure, you know, handball, sure. wall ball type of thing. Um, but, yeah, that's how we got on the topic. And, and so I'm very interested to just unbury the lead. And, and like, when did you play handball? How? Uh, what, what context was this? Yeah, so uh, I guess I, like you, had never heard of it, never really knew much about it. And... Uh, for me, I was, I, I guess it was my, either my freshman or sophomore year of college. I went to Penn State and there was a class for, it was a rec class to get, you know, my, some of my gen eds. And we, I can't remember, I don't, I have to go back and look. I should reach out to one of my buddies who I played with if it was a full class on handball or if it was just a 
period of that class, like a month period of that class that was focused on handball. Either way, we played handball a number of times, and I loved it. It was fantastic. The crazy thing is that I loved it so much, and then once it was done, like I, I haven't thought about handball. I mean, this was 10 years ago. I haven't thought about handball in 10 years. And so when you brought it up, like I was like, wait, I think I have played that game. Oh, yeah, I totally did. And it's just weird how it just disappeared from my mind. Maybe because it isn't a thing here in the United States, and it's not like I'm going to get a team together to play, though after this conversation, maybe we can start something up, Brian, uh, once COVID is complete. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll find a niche that you know a lot of people listen to our episode and contact us and want to put together a team in Seattle. Yeah, why not? Why not? Well, I am yeah. on the other end of the spectrum and, and have never played the sport I, I'm always very interested in it because I do like the the random sports that you don't necessarily normally see, but then they'll come up every four years in the Olympics. And so I always try to tune into some of these sports like the, you know, water polo and, and handball and judo and, you know, pel- uh, pentathlon, some of the weightlifting and all those type of things because they're just so interesting to watch and obviously these people spend their lives dedicated to these sports and making it to the olympics so you know these these are athletes at the pinnacle of their their career you know striving for something that they ultimately have spent their entire life you know working for so i think it's always cool to to tune into the olympics i'm a little bummed that it's not happening this year but you know we'll have it next year and and yeah I mean, have it more, I guess, because we have to wait for it, then that means the Winter Olympics will come back around a little bit faster and, and all sure, that kind yeah. of stuff. So, you know, cl- oh, canoe slalom, canoe sprint, some of those, those are those are always entertaining. I'm just going through the list right now. But um, yeah. that that's kind of where I come from. Never played the sport. Yeah. Didn't really have a whole so, lot of knowledge on it either. For what it's worth, because I was curious myself, there actually is a Seattle handball club and there is 13 or 1400 people that follow the page on Facebook. Wow. Which isn't, uh, isn't a lot, but it is a lot. I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. It's interesting, but yeah, they, they're playing here in Seattle. So now I'm, I feel like we're just maybe, well, not many people know about it. It's probably a very niche group, but I kind of want to get involved. I want to, well, anyway, we'll talk more about it as we go, but I, I'm intrigued that this it already exists in some capacity. Here. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, jump into some news. You're a newsman. I ever tell you otherwise, you punch me in the face. All right, so my news is actually a little bit of non-obscure sport meeting our ex- obscure sport. And, and it's not all that recent because it actually happened before all of the pandemic stuff. But in February, Jay Cutler said he could assemble a handball team um, that that could win a gold medal. Former NFL defensive back Dominic Foxworth actually joined in and said, you know, handball isn't that hard. Um, and so the the U.S. head coach, Robert Heaton, he responded with a, a challenge to the, you know, these NFL athletes to come play a game against them. Um, obviously, that, that never happened. But also during this time period, uh, a group of, of 19 current and former NFL players were over in Hungary um, as a part of the NFL's football without borders. And so they took place or they, they took part in a kind of, I guess, charity handball game against you know some people, uh, a handball team in, in Hungary. So the group consisted of uh, D'Angelo Williams, Barkevius Mingo, uh, Alex Mack, among others. And the I watched a little bit of the video on YouTube. They actually got into it pretty good. Uh, I didn't pay attention, you know, to whether they won or not. But it was pretty entertaining to see, you know, some of the best athletes in, you know, the United States take on a team from Hungary in this sport that they really have no knowledge of. So 
you know, it, yeah. it, it was it was kind of cool to see. I, I again, it, it's always one of those things where if you were to put the LeBron James um, into kind of one of these obscure Olympic sports, he would probably dominate, right? And he has just yep. chosen basketball, but he he could. I mean, maybe he could have been better at swimming than Michael Phelps or, you know, all of these other athletes that um, you just don't know when when some of these major athletes in the major sports, um, you know, pick their sport. You, you just don't know how they would compete with uh, some of these more obscure sports. But yeah, it's always that that debate. I'm I'm kind of shocked. I. The more the more I look into this and go back to my memories and hear stories like that, I'm just I'm just shocked that this isn't more of a thing. Like, why is soccer a thing but handball isn't? And I I just like I know it looks weird because it's foreign to us, but like I don't know. It just I'm surprised that more athletes don't play this, don't know about it. It isn't big in the United States, and you know, hope, well, I'm sure we'll learn as we go with this, but uh, it's just interesting to me. Well, I think uh, uh, to answer your question, I think to me, just based off of somebody who knows very little about handball, the problem with team handball is that you need a team. Um, soccer, you can kick the ball around and and dribble and things like that by yourself. In team handball, the idea is not to con- control the ball for very long and so thus you do need people to pass the ball to you need you know you you are allowed to dribble and things like that and we'll get into the rules and everything in a little bit but you are allowed to dribble but that means that your surface has to be fairly flat you need a goal that you know potentially is defended by someone um right and and so I, I it's different than basketball because basketball you just need a hoop and the the difficulty is like a uh getting it into the you know small hoop whereas this is like a full on goal and, and soccer I I think you can just anybody anywhere can have a irregular object and kind of kick it around it'd be difficult to do that with a handball because unless you have someone else to pass it to. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't know. Like may, maybe soccer is a bad comparison, but like something like volleyball. Like volleyball has much more of a following than this. I mean, yeah, you can play singles or doubles or team volleyball, but I, I, I like you can still do a lot of these activities. Like maybe we're jumping cart before the horse a little bit here because we haven't really explained it for those that don't know but there it just seems like you could you could shoot at a goal and practice your shooting in handball like with no one there or you know if you have two people you can be a goalie and a person and you can practice shooting or yeah to play the sport properly you need more people than that but i don't know i just i'm i'm shocked that it isn't more than it is and that's coming from someone who has played it, but also forgotten about it for the last 10 years. Cause I am one of the people that is like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just not. <laughs> well, so. uh, to answer your question, volleyball was founded in Massachusetts. So there's okay. a big difference between where I guess, no. volleyball was founded and where handball was founded. So then we'll get into that. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll jump in on my news. The, um, this is actually, weirdly related to the popularity of it which i was shocked that this happened uh so nakon um, and eco software uh, after four years uh have announced their latest game which is handball 21 well so there's yeah this is legit so I, I had to look this up for my eyes I was like is this a spoof like no this is real um so four years ago they had handball 17 that came out that where you could play, you know, with all the all the teams and whatnot. Handball Twenty One. There hasn't been a game in, that's supposed to come out until this year. So Handball Twenty One includes the four largest European leagues and a collection of second division federations. And in total, there's 1,600 players in the game, including 
and you'll know this, Brian, stars like Nicola Karabatic and Valero Rivera Ooh. and Melvin Richardson. Got, Can you believe that they're in the game? I got Melvin's uh, rookie card. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they so they have some of the stars in there for those who follow. And uh, with new simulations, the game is ready to set up standards for the handball gaming experience. Handball 21 will possibly release in November of 2020 on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. But the specific release date, like many games right now, are kind of on hold and in question. So, so we'll see if that happens. Basically, I think they're trying to tie off of the Olympics and, and the success of people relearning about all of these games when the Olympics come back. It's it's kind of like curling, right? Like I, I only ever yeah. think about curling like every two to four years, and it's like, oh, yeah. curling's fun. Like I love watching yeah. curling, and it's it, just because of the Olympics. It's smart. It's good marketing. It's good sales, right? Like there's they're planning that perfectly. It's a it's a point well made, Brian. That you know you wouldn't be hearing about this. Heck, they may wait another year to release this uh, until Tokyo actually happens. So, yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, let's uh, jump into some dropping knowledge. As we normally do, I am the history guy and Justin is the stats guy. And for 87 straight weeks, we've done history first. So I will go first. So really some history behind the Olympics. The Olympics, they're really... You know, widely accepted as the inception date of the ancient Olympics is 1776 BC. And this is based on inscriptions found in Olympia, Greece, uh, listing the winners of a foot race that was held every four years that began on that 1776 date. So the ancient Greece, uh, ancient games featured running events, a pentathlon. Uh, consisting of a jumping event, discus, javelin, throws, a foot race, and wrestling. Uh, also consisted of, the games consisted of boxing, wrestling, pancration, pancration, I don't know what that is, and equestrian events. I'm guessing both of those are horse riding events, but I could be wrong. Um, so then we fast forward to Europe in the 1890s, and this is when team handball was actually invented. So, you know, tens of thousands of years uh, from this kind of original Olympic state. In parts of Europe, it was played as a, a seven-player-per-team game on an indoor field, and in other parts it was actually played outdoors with 11 players per team. Uh, most have described the, the sport as a cross between basketball, hockey, soccer, and water polo. The first written set of team handball rules was published in 1906 by the Danish gym teacher, lieutenant, and Olympic medalist Holger Nielsen, and he was from Copenhagen. The modern set of, of rules was actually published in, on October 29th, 1917, so not that long after that first uh, you know, set of handball rules was, was written. And these were written by Max Hessler, uh, Carl Schlutz, and Eric Koenig uh, from Berlin. And so really that October 29th, 1917 is really seen as the date of birth of the sport. So the game consists of one hour or two 30-minute halves. The object of the game is to get the ball into the goal. Uh, Because the player cannot hold the ball for more than three seconds, nor take more than three steps while holding the ball, uh, passing of the ball really advances you you down the court. Uh, The ball can also be advanced by dribbling the ball, uh, similar to basketball. So the first ever uh, handball match was played on December 2nd, 1917 in Berlin. Uh, and after 1919, the rules were improved by, by Schleitz. And the first international game was played under these rules between Germany and Belgium in 1925. And then 
Um, and that was the first men's game. And then uh, Germany faced off against Austria in 1930. So it wasn't until 1936 that the first men's handball was actually featured in the Summer Olympics. And this was um, coincidentally, or I guess not really coincidentally, but the Olympics that were featured in uh, Berlin, Germany. So nowadays we have the International Handball Federation um, and they've organized the Men's World Championship uh, starting in 1936, or th- excuse me, 1938. And they have held that every four years, except for, you know, during a, a few w- years during World War II um, and up until 1995. Since 1995, the World Championship in Iceland, the, uh, the competition has been held every two years. And um, that's just for the men. And so the women have held World Championships ever since 1957. You know, the first appearance of that uh, team handball in, in the Summer Olympics in Berlin uh, was actually short-lived. And so it really you know, didn't catch on that much. Um, but then it finally reemerged in as an Olympic sport in 1972 in Munich. And then, uh, that was again, men's handball, uh, with women's handball coming later in 1976 in the Montreal games. Ever since then, I don't really have a whole lot of history update. Uh, it's (laughs) kind of hard to find handball, you know, history, uh, per se. Yeah. Uh, makes it makes sense. Yeah, I, I on my end, it was it was a, a task to find some stats on handball that wasn't, you know, super in the weeds about you know this guy scored eight goals in one day kind of thing, but for one game. But to piggyback off of what you were saying, the um, so it's been in thirteen Olympics and. I wanted to look at how many, how many goal or medals or who was the leader in medals, I guess I should say for uh, all the different countries. And the number one team out of those 13 Olympics was Germany or some variation of Germany. So over time there's been the like East Germany and West Germany that were like in Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could probably put an asterisk next to that five, but the the main one I would say, if, if you probably talk to most people about handball, France actually is number uh, is four medals, and Sweden, some of them gold, some of them silver, some of them bronze. Sweden has four medals as well, but all of them silver. So I feel like of all of those teams, they're like the Buffalo. Sweden is the Buffalo Bills of mm. handball, <laughs> where they just come in second place a lot yeah. uh, but never actually win the u.s is involved in has been pretty dismal and this is partly why i think we just never know about it it's not on tv because we're never really represented and so we haven't qualified since 1996 when we actually hosted the olympics and we will qualify again when we host again <laughs> You're about to say something. <laughs> I, I mean, I was just gonna say we we only qualify when we host because that you're automatically qualified when you right. Host. Exactly, exactly. That's why I was like, yeah, it's pretty bad that those that's when. But we've been in of the set thirteen. We've been in six of the Olympics, and our best placement was in 1936, where we came in sixth place. Of so, six. Of six. Please tell me of uh, six. It wasn't up six, okay. but it, there was a little bit more than that. But it was still not not great showing for us. Uh, so we need to we need to. I think that's my first takeaway: is we need to improve our U.S. representation in handball. I'm I bet like just like in the NBA, like the NBA isn't big in all these other countries, but these other countries make it in, and they have guys in the NBA. Why don't we have Americans? in the uh the handball leagues that are going on right now um, i mean there is an question. american handball league too but that like 
how are we not how are we not making it in? I'm, I'm just flabbergasted by it. But so I I wanted to take you know this involves the Olympics a little bit, but I wanted to look and get a, an understanding of these players, right? Like I mentioned, those couple we were joking earlier. We have no idea who they are. Well, I wanted to do a little bit of a focus on some of these players of who is kind of the best of the best. And right now, the best handball player is often between two people. And that's Nikola Karabatic, which is one of the guys that I mentioned earlier, and Mikael Hansen. Uh, both are pretty pretty elite and are, are called in one one piece I was reading was they were called the Messi and Ronaldo of the handball world. So they're pretty big deal. <laughs> uh, so I, I actually watched like highlights of some of these guys. It's like interesting. So Mikel Hansen, which is probably my favorite guy right now. He is a, he's Danish. He's 32 years old, which was something that I, I didn't, there wasn't any data on this. But I was finding that handball tends to lean older. Like the star players are in their lower 30s versus like, I mean, there's young and up and coming players, but but really like the guys that are the name value are in their 30s. Whereas like you look at the NBA, the NFL, like there are players that are big name players that are above that. But the amount of players playing in their 30s or into their 30s was interesting to me. Anyway, Mikel just signed a uh, a huge contract. He's been uh, he's well, I'll get to the contract size, but he's been named the I I think it's International or Indoor Handball Federation World Player of the Year for a record tying three times. And he won the gold medal in 2016. He won the world championship with Denmark uh, in 2019. Uh, silvers in 11 and 13. And European championship, he won gold in 2012 and silver in 2014. So he, he's constantly on like winning teams. And his contract recently was reported that he gets paid $2.5 million wow. per year. Yeah, so that's again, like this is what like I'm excited. One of these topics that you don't expect to be excited. This one ended up being interesting because there's a lot of these wow moments. You're like, what? Really? Like when we did pickleball, like people get paid to play pickleball. Yeah, but this one is like that's big. That's decent money. Like there's that's you know there's a lot of NFL players that that don't make that Um, a lot of. A lot of people that don't make that so anyway the uh so that was he's kind of the star if you look him up Mikel hansen he looks like he should be a handball player i don't know what a handball player should look like but he's got long hair he looks like he's like a viking almost and he's just this big bodied dude um big fan uh he had some Ooh, insane yeah. in if if for listeners out there, I, I highly recommend going on Google. If you're interested in this topic, go on YouTube, go on Google, search handball highlights or like top handball highlights. It is mesmerizing, the, some of these shots. And he's in a couple of them where he's just a behemoth, you know, again, in there's a lot of big people that play this sport, but he's feels like he's just a foot taller. Yeah, I, um, I would say. He just looks like he plays handball for sure, but like when I see the first shot that pops up on, on you know an internet search, it screams dodgeball to me. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like there's, the there's some, uh, yep, yeah, like it almost feels goofy, but it is serious. Like it's I don't know, it's it's interesting, um, but he definitely looks the part. Um, so the other guy that, that had, was actually brought up earlier was the Nikola Karabatic, who is 36 years old, still playing. And he's with the, the French national team. 
He's won two Olympic gold medals, four world championship gold medals, as well as three gold medals in the European championship. So this guy wins like uh, even much more than, than Mikel does. He is a winner. Now his, his skills are, are really great too, but uh, he is not that it doesn't feel like he's as premium to me as Mikel is. Um, and his paycheck kind of shows for that. He, while he's one of the higher paid people um, in the IHF, he gets paid $1.2 million. So that was, you know, Mikel is double that. Um, and then the other player that I wanted to bring in to, for comparison with some numbers is um, a, he was voted, according to this, five times in a row as the most valuable player in major international competitions. Uh, his name is Ivano Baltic, Balik, who's a 41-year-old Croatian. He has retired. Um, so there's maybe your, your cutoff date is once you get in your 40s. Um, and is one of only four male handball players who has received the IHF World Player of the Year on two or more occasions, uh, Mikel being the other one. He was voted uh, the best handball player in history in an online poll organized by the International Handball Federation. So I found some a little bit older footage of him, and he looked pretty good too. But uh, I don't know. This Mikel guy looks like he's going to destroy the world with his skills. So, so um, an interesting thing about Mikel, uh, and I was just looking him up, uh, he plays for PSG Handball. So PSG is Pierre Saint-Germain. And it's interesting – to talk about or think about how just in Europe these clubs are really athletic clubs so PSG has a very well renowned soccer team as well or, mm -hmm. or football or however you want to say it you know you also see on this list I, I found the highest paid handball players in 2020 you see FC Barcelona again a very well known soccer club yep. that has these other sports as well that you know us in America don't even know about, but there obviously is a following, and, and um, you know people are interested. These clubs also have basketball teams and, and all of these other sports. They really are true like athletic clubs, and it's just such a foreign thing for us here in America because we have you know our professional athletes here, and and we have our one NFL team, and it has no relationship with a basketball team or anything like that, that yeah. that's just not how they do it in Europe though. Right. No, it's, it's, it's a good point. I, you don't often think about that. And when you, when you say FC Barcelona, you immediately think soccer and that's it, at least for me. So to think about that, they are club, you know, club run and that there are different sports within FC Barcelona and within PCG, like there are, um, I don't know. It's 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 pretty cool that they they exist and they probably piggyback off of each other or like gain some notoriety from that um, for sure. For sure, and I would think salary wise, right? Like you're able to kind of disperse that. Maybe you know handball doesn't have as much revenue as the soccer team does, but they're able to you know success from the soccer team can translate into more spending money for the handball team or whatnot so yeah so a couple of real quick stats uh, getting outside of the player specific stuff um so sb nation which a lot of people are familiar with ranked handball as the seventh most exciting sport to watch on tv in the olympics obviously it, that's objective but i thought that was some love with how many sports that are there and we just don't see it if if you like there's so many other sports that are on TV that during the Olympics that we watch or I watch and I can I can't tell you one time that handball's been on TV. I, as long as I've lived, I don't remember when handball. Oh, I've watched handball. Been. Yeah, you got to watch it on the obscure sport networks. But I guess. I, I guess. Okay, do you have do you happen to have the list of the the that list, the SB uh, Nation list? I uh if you give me a second I can pull it up. Because I'm interested to know where everything lands uh, and and who the other six that beat it out are and then who it just barely beats out. 
Because I would yeah. be willing to bet, okay, so you're going to go, I'm guessing we're doing summer. So, you know, basketball's got to probably be up there. I don't know if they consider baseball or, or and softball still in the Olympics at this time. But um, I would think that's probably up there. Soccer's got to be up there. So that's three. Hmm. I would. Well, I found my list. So you're you're uh, you're not too far off in your guesses here. Swimming probably is up there. Okay. Um, this has rugby listed. I don't know if I've ever watched rugby. Uh, tennis is also listed. Tennis probably got to be up there. So we're at maybe five. So that that gives us kind of an outlier for six. Um, oh, track and field's got to be up there, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's probably there's, that's there's I. So you did really good with this. Uh, I will. Uh, I mean, you had a couple of wild card ones just thrown in casually in conversation, but number seven is handball. Okay. This was probably the most surprising with handball is that rugby sevens is number six on this list. I love watching rugby sevens. I'll be honest. I love watching it. So I've never, that's one that I've never watched and I don't, you know, know much about. So that was, that was one. The, uh, five is swimming. Okay. So you mentioned that four is soccer. Okay. You got three. You did not get gymnastics. Oh, Mm. which mm. I can say I've watched a fair amount of gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. It gets a lot of, it gets a lot of uh notoriety cloud. I don't know, whatever you want to call it during the Olympics. It's, it seems like it's always on. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a big, it's kind of like figure skating in the winter, right? Like yeah. summer. I don't know if I'm like in credit. I take this back. I am impressed by it. Yes. I don't know if I'm incredibly interested in watching it. Correct. Whereas some of these other sports I would be, um, Oh, yeah, so track and field was two, and basketball was one. Now I'm curious what the bottom couple were. The oh, I went too far down. The bottom couple were well, this... they're more specific things like marathon swimming. Uh, okay. Rhythmic gymnastics, okay. canoe. You didn't you mention that earlier? Yep. Canoe yep. slalom. Canoe can number... slalom. Yep. Yeah. Uh, golf is pretty low on the list. Golf's a brand new sport. Golf's a brand new sport. Okay. It just came in last last Olympics. Last so. Olympics. Yeah, okay. that's so not maybe. fair. That's not fair. <laughs> Trampoline. Yeah. So there, there's some. What, what was eight? Can you can you go through eight through ten? I just want to know. I want to know what what like we're immediately beating out with team handball. So. Uh, this was the one spot where they made a uh, a joke, if you would, because for number five, they said swimming with Katie Ledecky, disseminating everything in her path. And then they De- had decimating, swimming. Decimating was the word. Decimating. Yeah, sorry. Decimating. And then eight was swimming without Katie Ledecky. Oh, okay. So All right. All they, right. they're so, like, so without her, it's not that skip exciting. Skip that one. Okay. So right under that is weightlifting. Okay. Table tennis Ooh. is 10. Uh, and then, yeah, you get into beyond the tens. So. Okay. Um, yeah. Not that's yeah. Uh, not that shocked at this. List, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple surprises. I mean, again, handball making in the top 10 was Shocking to me because you don't see it because you don't see it. Correct. Yeah, I, I would say that that is a little surprising that you don't see it and, and it is up there as entertaining. Yeah. Um, last couple quick stats: the current worldwide attendance record for a seven um, aside handball was set on September six, two thousand fourteen. Uh, it was. German game between HSV Hamburg and the Mannheim-based Rhein Nectar Lions. The match drew forty-four thousand spectators. Whoa! Uh, yeah, to watch that game, which is pretty legit size. Uh, That's a huge when it comes indoor stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. 
um, and that was at the Commerce Bank uh, Arena in Frankfurt. Uh, and then the longest game of handball is recorded at 70 hours straight, which sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. I, Ar- as someone who has played handball, it is uh, it can be grueling physically. Arm is going to get sore. Yes. Yes. All right. Should we friendship test? Let's do it. We just become best friends. Yep. All right, Justin. So for our friendship tests, uh, I, I want to start off. Let's start off with our favorite Olympic sport because we just we're we're getting into you know the Olympics and some of the sports that that people like to watch. So, what's your favorite Olympic sport? So, I guess I'll ask a clarifying question: Is it any Olympic sport, or is it just summer? Uh let's go. If you're going to go outside of summer, I want to know your summer as well. Okay. Um, so summer is probably my least excited for Olympics, but I think one of my favorites within that, if I really think about it, is probably swimming. And just because you never watch people swim and when you have athletes like we've had and the U S has had a strong representation in the past, it's kind of cool to get behind the, you know, the Katie Ledecky's of the world that are just like, Whoa, like this person is just so good at this sport and it's really cool to watch. Um, so swimming would probably be up there. Basketball. I don't watch as much of though. I probably should watch more of it. Just, I don't know, for whatever reason, that one always just seemed like, what's the point of watching because the U.S. is going to win it? Yeah. Uh, whereas at least there's more competition in the other ones. Um, so I'd say that. And then really my overall favorite sport probably would be either the bobsled or the um, or curling, I think, are, are just fun to watch. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I so for a summer sport this is always a tough one because I do like to watch a lot of these obscure sports so you know I tend to try to watch the beach volleyball I I try to watch um, the track and field although I'm not always as entertained by the, the track and field uh, I definitely try to watch the soccer the golf is so new that you know to me it's just like another golf tournament it's not you know it's not the olympics necessarily and right. and so i i'm not that entertained by the golf even though i like to golf you know there's there's just so many of them that are like you know these obscure ones that table tennis is i think a good one to watch just because what people can do with it you know the paddle and and that little ping pong ball is just kind of crazy as yeah. f- as far as ones that I I this is such a hard question. I I guess I would say really at the end of the day the thing that I have to watch is probably the soccer. I think that's probably my my favorite thing to watch. Um and, and I don't know. I I I just I don't know that I have one that I'm like, oh man, I, I love that. Now, from the winter perspective, uh, um, I love the ski jumping, and I love okay. the biathlon, the cross country. I don't know why. I I would could watch cross country skiing for days. It's weird. it's a weird thing, but I just love <laughs> the Nordic, the Nordic, you know skiing cross country type of stuff um it it just fascinates me and and so i think um you know those are pretty entertaining another good one is speed skating speed skating Mm. i i I really enjoy too paulo ono right he was a speed skater he was a short track speed skater yeah because you have Uh. short track speed skating and you have the long track speed skating and they're two completely different styles two completely different things 
Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, I, I don't know that I even listed one. I don't think there. you answered the question. You just you just listed off every Olympic sport. <laughs> yeah, just about. I, I mean, I just love watching these obscure sports. Like yeah. the things that you don't get. I mean, I would I would probably watch any live sports to be honest it, it doesn't matter what it is if if you said yeah brian right now there is a you know figure skating event right now i don't love figure skating but i'd probably watch it because it's the only live sports on right now sure so yeah. yeah we're a little deprived of of that so uh yeah i i i think the one comment i'll make is about the soccer and to me and maybe i'm misguided maybe i'm wrong here but I am not. I'm not a soccer fan at, at times, but the I, I will watch it. And the when I watch it, it's World Cup, and World Cup to me is not the Olympics, right? Like this is totally different things, and right? Like, uh, am I crazy? Like, you're you're not reacting how I thought uh, you might. It, it's not. It's it's. Um... So uh, and and forgive me because I believe for the men I maybe I'm wrong. Um, I, I thought there was at least for the qualifying portion, it's based off of of like U twenty threes. So so the younger kids. Um, so it's not yeah. your superstars. Um, Got it. Yeah. So. Yeah, since 1992, male competitors have been required to be under uh, 23 years old. Uh, Got it. Okay. So, yeah, I have no interest in that. <laughs> I, I I have trouble finding interest in watching at time. Again, I've gotten more into it over the years, but I have trouble watching soccer unless the big athletes are there or notable guys are there. So to, to watch a bunch of young kids play it just doesn't really do it for me i'm sure they're really talented don't get me wrong but just not of interest yeah so um, but it, i i oh god it since uh 1996 three over 23 players have been allowed per squad okay interesting and then i think the the women's side allows you know what i think anything really well, to pull back a little bit to handball, I would say if handball was on TV, it might be one of my more favorite sports to watch because I really did enjoy playing it. It is an obscure sport, which I do think the the Olympics is, right? Like it's just this miscellaneous thing. And if you watch these highlights, they're just like – someone dunking over someone or making a trick play like there is so much epic play from these guys that just looks awesome behind the back passes shots fake outs like it is so epic you are just and watching I, the highlights though you're not watching i know the whole game. i know i understand that okay. but just making sure would, i would i would put it equal level of entertainment to watching basketball but you haven't watched it yet you haven't watched a full game but I'm gonna send you the link of the game. I played of the, a full game. The NFL players with with the hungry team, and see yeah. if you can watch that all the way through. No, you gotta watch professional, like full professionals playing full professionals. Get get a. Nicola you haven't you haven't even watched it though. You haven't watched it. You you've you've played. I've watched it. their highlights. Yeah, I yeah. played it and I've watched their highlights. Yeah. I'm coming in more educated than you, Brian. I've I've Just played basketball. I've played basketball and I've watched NBA highlights too. I've played soccer and I've watched soccer highlights. That's yeah. essentially what you're I've, equating this to. I've done both of those things, and I can, I, as the expert, <laughs> I, I can clearly say that handball is superior to basketball. Mm, Just, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, at least for Olympic sports, I think if I'm going to watch a sport, sit down and watch a sport, I'd rather watch handball than watch the USA win by 50 points to against Croatia. See, now now the the USA used to – or not the USA, basketball used to do the same thing that soccer did with the amateurs, using amateurs for mm. 
their competitions. And then, you know, that then the dream team came along and that was the first competition for basketball. Would you be more interested if they went all back to the amateurs competing? So it was, I would be more interested. Yes. In watching it, in watching basketball mainly. and, And this is where it differs from soccer, where my interest lies is that I at least know some of the players. Like I would guess that I think that college players would be able to play yep. in that. So you know college players. Oftentimes you watch the tournaments when they happen. Um, so I feel like I would be intrigued seeing kind of a you know dream team of college athletes. I would be cool to see that because they're, you know, I know who they are. I have a rooting interest. But it's likely but like, just the U.S., right? You're, you're not going to know – the Powell Gasols of the world because they haven't been true, established in true. the United States. Yeah. Or the NBA, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. But, but at least with the U S I can root. Like, I don't know any handball players, but I know if the competition is even, they're going to, it's going to be fun to watch, but basketball, it's like, Oh, I know all these guys. They're going to slaughter the opponent. They're like, I don't know. It's just, it just seems unfair. So this question that you put in here of, of soccer versus handball, you're obviously teeing up to pick handball then. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, play, I, I, it was more in reference to playing it than, than watching it. I, I think world cup soccer is spectacular. I think some MLS is, is great. You know, there's good, there's good soccer on TV. I'm not, I'm taking that away, but, and, and watching it in person is also great, but I'm more, I'm more, should have been specified or should have specified Played. playing the sport would you do you think you'd be good at handball if if you played it or you know would you prefer to like stay to a soccer type um you play soccer a little bit i did play soccer i at this point in my life i would say probably it'd be better at handball because i think my hand eye coordination is better than my foot eye coordination sure um but at any point in my life if i were to say oh i'm gonna go back to this date and play it i'd be better at soccer because i was probably a better soccer player than any other sport that i played so yeah um that's that's kind of where i would uh yeah think i mean i would guess since you've played handball you're gonna say handball well yeah i mean for me and this you know was in kind of to to bounce off of what I was saying earlier or to add to that when I played it for the first time I really enjoyed it and I think I really enjoyed it if you you know look at the successful players successful people in in handball they're often like tall lanky people that are like at times can be like I don't want to say goofy that's that's underplaying it but just like I can move my arms around in weird ways to just trick people. Are and you that your, to my advantage. You, are you relating yourself to Mikkel Hansen? Well, you know, uh, no, Mikkel would, uh, no, I can't. I, I don't want to disrespect him. I think he would, he would destroy me physically. I don't know. He would punch me or something, but yeah, he, but these players, like the stuff that they are, they, they can do is really cool. And I think I have the build to be able to do that. And, Again, when it came along, I hated soccer for most of my life because I don't have any foot coordination. <laughs> yeah. And so I I can, you know, I'm average athletes and I was, you know, better athletes at the time in, in my life. But soccer was never one I could do. But I had really a really solid hand eye coordination. I could, you know, read people in situations. So I actually did well in handball. Um, and it was kind of perfect for me because like, oh, I could like whenever we played soccer, uh, and this leads to the next question. Whenever we played soccer, I would oftentimes say, "Oh, I'll just be the goalie because I can't kick it. I can at least catch a ball." But now, like, I can't even be goalie because if I play with people, I'm just suck overall at soccer. There's no good spot for me. Um, There's no good like, spot for me. <laughs> there isn't. There isn't. But handball, I can. I'm. I'm lanky. I can make moves. I can. I can score goals. Like I can do that. So. To lead into this final friendship test question, where, like, what position would you see yourself playing in this sport? Are you more of a goalie? Would you find yourself more on the offense or more 
favoring the defense. And and I you can I think you play both roles if I remember correctly. Yeah. But um, but where would you find your skill set if you had to pick? Um, I would think. Well, I I mean I played goalie a good amount in soccer, so I would think I would probably be pretty good goalie. I, my reaction skills are pretty good. Um, and just kind of my anticipation of where people are throwing it. I would think I would probably be the best at goalie. It's not necessarily the funnest position. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I also, I, you know, from an offensive perspective, the way the rules are set up so there's that crease and you can't cross into the crease but you can jump over the line and throw the ball before you hit the ground um if you try to score or pass or whatever and uh, i don't have the best hops or most elevation so i don't think i would be as effective as an offensive player as i would be defensive so i'd probably say goalie one defense two and then offense three got it yeah, I'm the opposite of that. I'm definitely all for the offense. I I I excelled when I had the ball and could shoot. Um, and defense, I'm will make some missteps. I tried goalie a couple times, not as good. The ball does fly pretty fast, and you know I don't. My reaction times maybe aren't that good, but but I really enjoyed offense, and I I liked shooting the ball it was it was a lot of fun and and you mentioned like the the jumping distance i think um you know there is the vertical but there's also with a lot of the successful shots you can get in it it's all it's similar to hockey in this way where you are like almost in slow motion in the air or when you're about to shoot and trying to wait to the literally the last millisecond to then get it to where the goalie is in and um, and so that often is switching up your shot at the last second or, you know, hitting a corner on your last second. And I, I don't know. I, I just really enjoyed that aspect of it. I would love to see you play handball. I was thinking the same thing as you were talking, Brian. I was like, I want you to be a goalie and me to be on offense. And, you know, let's put together a team. I, I think it would be a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> All right. A lot of fun. I may suck at it now, but I in my head I still feel like I'm decent. Yeah. At it. Yeah. Well, you're I'm already... in my prime. I'm in my handball prime. Mm, okay. Yeah, you're delusionally thinking right now. So let's <laughs> uh segue right to our last segment. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right, Justin. So we we got a, a kind of out there question today. And it's it's finally not a would you rather, but I want you to select one Greek myth uh, mythological god that would be on your handball team and you think would be best you know suited for playing handball. And obviously, you know there's a lot of ties with the Olympics and and Greece to these you know Greek mythology and and characters that in some myths actually established the Olympics, you know, way back when. So now you have to, you have to pick one of our, our major mythological gods for your handball team. And who are you picking? Yeah. So I, I envision this as kind of the team captain. Uh, they can be the, uh, they can play whatever position you want them to, I guess. But uh, I, was thinking about this question and I found myself between two one a more notable god and one that's a little less known okay. so my then my mind first went to Athena and so she is the goddess of, of reason but more more than anything wisdom intelligence skill peace warfare which you know you're, you're kind of going to war battle strategy like she has a lot more than um than most people and i just think she could outwit the other team i think she'd be really good so that was where my mind first went to but then i did some more learning and 
I think my uh, I lean more towards, uh, and I don't want to butcher his name, Dionysus. Dionysus. Or Dionysus. Yeah. Yes. And Dionysus, who is a little bit less known, also known as as Bacchus, I think. Um, so he is the the god of wine, fruitfulness, parties, festivals, but he's also the goddess of madness and chaos. And I think that handball can be a little bit of madness and chaos. And if he would would be able to be on your team, he could just create confusion and like just totally um, get the other team off its off its spots, even confuse the goalie. He would be an excellent offensive player um, and just like creating and doing crazy things with his offense. Uh, so I think my my gut says go with the chaos. Even though the other one is a great choice, I, uh, I think Athena was my first choice, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Dionysus. Dionysus. Dionysus, whatever it is. So one of his features is that he carries a drinking cup. So that's gonna be difficult yeah. when he's playing. Well, yeah, but he's gonna be hydrated. He didn't <laughs> say what his drinking cup is full of. But, he's got water. But if he's carrying it in one hand, he can only catch the ball with one, the other hand. He can never use. All he needs is one. All he needs is one. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, I, I'm gonna have to completely disagree with both of your selections, and I'm gonna go Ooh. with Hermes. So Hermes is the god of boundaries, travel, communication, trade, language, thieves, and writing. So he knows where the court is. He's able to travel around the court well. He's able to communicate with his other six teammates very well. He can use a language that you may not know. He's also able to steal the ball because he's the god of thieves. So mm. all of those things together make him the ultimate handball player. He, he can just dominate you because he's just going to be stealing things in every aspect except for writing in his arsenal is is usable in this game of handball. I mean, yes, you're, you're, you're partially right there, I guess. Um, but And I think he'd probably be a good defensive player. Like you said, he could steal the ball. That's fine. But you got to score goals. You got to score goals. And you can talk it up all you want. But at the end of the day, you better be scoring some points. And I I don't know if Hermes is going to be enough for you. He better have some good players. He better have a, a Nicola or a, a Mikel on his team because I just don't see him scoring. Why not? He's going to travel around. He's going to know where you're not. Sure, he's going to know the boundaries. Gonna a... He's going to know exactly the size of the goal so he can put it right in the top corner. Oh, that's conjecture. That's that's what he's 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 the the god of boundaries. So he knows exactly what he's playing with. That's lame. That's like the lamest god you could choose. You, god you of want, boundaries. You want wine fruitfulness parties festivals i i all you're using is madness and chaos you want want, him to be drunk he's he's got vegetation and ecstasy and theater yeah he doesn't have to use all his skills so when is he gonna score when when is he gonna score he's gonna score whenever he wants He's off just going to confuse he might based off going to confuse your defense like he can confuse He's your, gonna he's gonna confuse Hermes. he's gonna confuse our defense by scoring on his own goal because he's so no, chaotic. He's well, he's, no, he's not. He's no, drunk. He's gonna be perfect. He's drunk, he's so he doesn't be know the which best ways. Offensive player on the team. He doesn't he, know left from right. He he doesn't know forward from back because he's drunk. That's all a facade, man. He isn't actually that. Like he's he's he, got a he's able cup. to operate. He's a god. He's, he's a guy's yeah. drinking cup. I I I think uh, agree to disagree. I don't know. I I think Hermes and and Team Pan are going to win this vol- or this handball game. Mm, no, you won't score any points. Yeah, fifty to nothing. Yeah, You'll keep stealing the ball, maybe, but uh, 
Yeah, you, you gotta score with the ball. You, if if I keep stealing it, you can't score. You're wrong. You can't lose if it's zero on the scoreboard. As handball expert, I announce you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, it's about that time. Uh, I appreciate, we appreciate you guys tuning in, listening in to the, the quest. As always, as we always say, subscribe to us on Apple, Google, or Spotify. If you haven't already, and we're 87 episodes in, that's crazy. You got to do it. Um, but uh, and throw us some love on on Twitter at the Quest for One Hundred or on Facebook and Instagram at Quest for One Hundred Podcast. All right, until next time on the Quest for One Hundred. <laughs>